First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Terry! Erica! Stephanie! Diane! Barbara! Anna! Jenny! Robin! Jennifer! Karen! Mary! Kevin! Jill! Joe! Sarah! Kayla! Evelyn! Corinne! Alicia! Kobe! And our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, you'll get access to our bonus episodes where Patricia, Nayland, and I talk about other things we're interested in, like Warren Stories or Next in Fashion and the Project Runway reunion episodes. And of course, you will also have our eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway and to be able to share it with you lovely, amazing fellow fans of this wonderful show. If you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. The link is in the show notes. So let's pick up where we left off. This is part two of our Dream 3 finale with Patricia and Nayland. So if you missed part one, where we talked about Tim's visits and the final runway challenge that determined the final three for New York Fashion Week, hang back and listen to episode 143. Um, And also another note, I'm recording this in the future where we now know that Project Runway season 19 will be back on the air October 14th. Amazing news. And yeah, we didn't know that at the time that we recorded this episode. So you may hear us go, no, sometime in the fall. I don't know when, but now we know we get some fresh new designers in a little over a month, and then we will be back in the workroom to chat all about it with y'all after our main podcast feed hiatus. All right. So now let's really get to it. I will say this about season eight. I'm here. I'm now I'm just on a tear. Um, I have never been part of a season of the show when I found the judge's decision-making to be so incomprehensible. And I'm talking about the whole season. In fact, it was cut out of the show, of course. Well, I shouldn't say, of course, I wanted it to be in, but there was one challenge, and it wasn't very far into the season. It may have been challenge three or four when I went to the designer's lounge after the um, decisions had been made and we knew who had won and who was out. And I just said to all the designers, I said, all I can tell you is that this is a bunch of crack smoking judges. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so so part two of our our finale here. where we have our final three, finally, and um, and everyone is, um, you know, essentially kind of uh, recovering. And I will say, in terms of the, the confusion that I had about this whole episode, um, what ends up happening is that there's a reunion <laughs> before yeah. Fashion Week. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? It, it, flips, it flip-flops from season. Sometimes they choose to do the reunion after or before or whatever. It's so confusing. Um, we're not going to go into the reunion portion of this episode. <laughs> of this episode. Um, 
but I, I only say that because when we see the designers, we're back with our three, they're in the workroom and then the producers ask them like, so what was it like? What was the reunion like for you? And I think Gretchen was like, well, you know, it just made me remember just what we've gone through to get here. And I was like, how dare they put them through uh, what we all know was a contentious reunion before yeah. like, after they have their um, their final challenge, they say goodbye to Michael C. And then they have then they have to get ready for Fashion Week. I just thought, wow, I was just really shocked by the order of things for the season and the ringer that they're putting them through continues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it in a weird it it was a weirdly not so contentious reunion. I mean, I know I know we're not gonna yeah talk I mean, about well, it. Well, sure, but, yeah, we'll but... we'll talk about it, but yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I feel like we can. It's, I mean, it was, it's very short too. So yeah. Yeah. And that's what I liked about it. It was nice and short. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Like, yeah. We didn't get endless montages of people like falling asleep or whatever, yeah. you know, <laughs> they're the, the, the big piece of, you know, uh, dirty laundry that gets aired is like, um, uh, you know, are, Oh, well, what is it like being off the show now? And like, well, people come up and they say things to you and they ask you questions. Oh, mm -hmm. what do they ask? Well, they're like, is Ivy always, is Ivy really mean? Is Gretchen really a bitch? Mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and so, of course, that gets hashed out. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Gretchen says a really sensible thing, which is like, I think that if you are a woman who has strong opinions and, and you know, asserts yourself in a certain way on television, that's what you're going to hear. Um, and then gets called out on that by, you know, some of the other designers who were like, yeah, well, you were saying one thing to us and saying mm -hmm. another thing to somebody else's face, which is stuff that we've gone over. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Patricia, do you have anything? No, that's basically, no, Naylan just said it. I'm happy to hear it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think the thing that gets sorted is that the the top four, including Michael C., who, uh, you know, must have just gone through, my God, like his total meltdown, and is and as we know, is doing a decoy, like, doing a decoy collection at yep. Fashion. Week, yes, yes. To right, because that that's how the how the show goes, so that right. the, so that there aren't spoilers released. Um, so we know that that Michael is like going, you know, knows that he's no longer in the mix, but is doing the show anyway. Right. Um, you know, all four of them are like, look, we're all fine with it. Like, we're fine with where we ended up with each other and we're fine with where we ended up with with Gretchen. Yeah. You know, it's like that's kind of the interesting thing there. Yeah. We don't hear anything from Ivy. Like we get one eye roll from Ivy and that's it. Yeah. That's Well, we eye roll, but but Ivy also said, Oh no, she's fake. She's fake. Oh right, that's it. Yeah, shit. That's the person who yes, who brings it up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Love her. Like I just like she's like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Ivy uh, one thing that made me mad about um Gretchen saying that, well, if you're assertive and if you're a woman, you're gonna get called out. Thank you, Gretchen, for saying that on an episode where Ivy pretty much got the brunt of that throughout the yeah. entire season. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. In, in my, 
and how I was sort of, from, from my experience of the show, that was how I felt the first time and also the second time around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, yeah, because I, I also had a feeling that a lot of this could have gotten hashed out on the reunion, but um, that moment where I feel like everyone kind of hung Ivy out to dry <laughs> when they came back to help. And she's just like, yeah, remember when Michael C. cheated? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, no, we were kind of like, okay with it now. Um, and essentially, she just kind of had to. Um, yeah, and I, I, and I wonder if that also would have been saved for the reunion. But just in terms of like, a moment that would have happened, it, it we already had it. Like this whole season has been jam packed with those types of moments. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I totally agree with you, Patricia. Um, and and again, like I just remember starting off where you're like, I like Ivy. I'm like, why? Why do you like Ivy? Because I just remember having such contentious and um, yeah, she just got on my last nerve. But yeah, no, I, 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 no, 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 yeah. I've always just respected her, and I haven't always agreed with what like with with a lot of her behaviors. But I always, I thought, and I still think that she's someone who like kicks butt, can do a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of the leeway that someone like Gretchen is given. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying, oh, I'm just going to like the underdog because of it. Mm-hmm. I, an underdog that is pulling their weight, but not being mm-hmm. ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how I still feel about Ivy. And I think, I mentioned this already in another episode, where I think people perceive Ivy as that seems, you know, hashtag that seamstress, not creative. But when Ivy tries to do something, she's not, she wasn't nurtured yes. in the same way people were um yeah and then at the end when when ivy said oh that's fake to me that's somebody who's like i refuse to be uh gaslit into your new narrative of what just happened (laughs) and that makes me respect her you know that makes me really respect her because it's not the popular thing but but ivy's doing her best their best to just do the right thing at the right time no, I respect that. Well, um, I don't know. <laughs> no, and, and, and I mean, what I was going to say in transitioning into Fashion Week is like we're again reminded that they've all been through very intense things, and Ivy has been off the show filming with these people for quite some time, um, and so it's almost like <laughs> you know the kid who moves away, and their friends just continue, and you come back for your 10 year reunion and everyone's very different, but you moved like you lived in a different town. These kids never left. Um, and so then it, mm. there's just sort of like on a different um, or they've all gone to camp together and they've come back and they're completely bonded or, or you know, just, just certain things that are, are different because um, you have time to, to really feel your feelings, but in, but from a, 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 a definite amount of time, and you've missed a lot of transitions that they've gone through together, um, which I thought was really, uh, I feel like a lot of this was uh, was underlying this entire moment, especially with the with moments with Michael C. Just thinking of where they've come from and the things that have happened on this season um, and how uh, they're able to essentially get along and respect one another uh, to a certain point. Um, but yeah. All right. So ready for, um, the 
finale finale? Yeah. Any other thoughts? Yeah. Right. So we, we move on to the, the, you know, we move on to runway day yes. or the day before runway, or I can't remember which one it is. And there's uh, the big piece of drama here is that Mondo keeps losing models. Yes. Oh my gosh. Poor Mondo. Um, I thought what was really great about this is that everyone seemed to know what they needed to do. And for, uh, for Ari, you know, cause well, yeah. Um, for Ari, it was mostly like, I've stuff in my arsenal that the judges I think will like. And Gretchen's like, Oh, they think my styling sucks. I can, up, I can up my styling. I'm great at styling. And Rondo mm-hmm. is like, I don't need, to, I, I can't push myself t- too hard because then I'll just mess everything up because I think we see him splitting a zipper or something. Um, mm-hmm. And so when the models are coming in, I, it seems to be the beginning of a, uh, of a, of a spiral of logistics. Like this is where it's not about the design. It's about the, the business of fashion where you have to deal with the people <laughs> and deal with things happening around you. And you're kind of managing it all of a sudden. Um, mm-hmm. But we start off um, in the workroom with Tim coming in and reminding them, you guys, we made you make one extra look. So you have to take out one piece that you brought with you. And Gretchen's like, no, nope. <laughs> They hated hated that piece, so I'm just not going to use it. Um, But essentially, Tim goes around to everyone and asks them the same question, like, what did you hear the judges say? (laughs) Which I love. Um, And so they, they essentially tell him the things that they need to do and get that into order. And um, the, and then that's when we have the model muse fittings coming, come in and this whole, um, uh, day of Mondo missing three models. Mm-hmm. So, um, but anything else to say about this day after or after before, I guess. No, they're all kind of working hard. <laughs> there, there isn't, there's, there isn't like a giant, like we don't get another twist. It's all, no. it's we're, you know, we're just on the path to it. Yeah. I mean, I will say that when they get, so they go back to the Hilton and they do sort of what I just called in my notes, a postmortem of their time because they've done the reunion and Mm -hmm. they, it's the next day is fashion week day, their runway day. And they do all these flashbacks of the first episode. And it's just like, they all went through a, uh, a presidency because in the flashbacks, they look so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed <laughs> like their skin was brighter they just seemed younger their eyes were bigger and more hopeful and then mm-hmm. they they come back to them all just splayed out in their hilton presidential suite <laughs> and mm-hmm. they're so bleary-eyed and tired and stressed out i just thought I'm like wow it's only been like maybe six months <laughs> but uh-huh. they look so different to me um all right. So Yeah, I think that I, I, yeah. I think that that is really true. I, yeah, I just thought maybe we shouldn't show these flashbacks because <laughs> <laughs> after what they've been through, it's like, oh. This is yeah. <laughs> Auditions are open for Project Runways. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I realized with those flashbacks is that oh, the the whole narrative of this season is that um, you know, 
Fashion Week is moving to Lincoln Center. It's moving from yes. Bryant Park to Lincoln Center. Pay attention. Yep. It's like, oh, that's why we had Bloomberg on. Yes. Was yes. like it it's was about talking. Commercial. Yeah, Fashion Week. Like you know, this is how important Fashion Week is to New York City. Yeah. And it's moving to Lincoln Center. Lincoln Center. <laughs> Lincoln Center. <laughs> That's why on the cheat sheet, Lincoln Center is a backdrop for all of the cheat sheets this week. Chris, remember, yes. Lincoln Center. <laughs> okay. Mm. Um, all right. So let's go to Lincoln Center. It's the next morning. They're all getting ready. It's real early. Um, they're mm. all getting dressed up. Mondo looks adorable. I think Mondo got the main bedroom and slept in a king-size bed because he he says that at the when he arrives, he's like, "Oh, I'm taking this bed. Like, this is the this. biggest bed I've ever slept in my life." And Mondo's the smallest. <laughs> yeah. Gretchen is sleeping on the couch um, because she is the tallest. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yes. So okay. So let's. Yeah. let's... Mondo is impeccably styled. I mean, come on. <laughs> There's God, a... so old. So what? Old Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved it. Um, all, I, all, all he needed was like a guitar or something. And he, he was spraying starch, I think, around the bottoms of his pants or something. Like, I don't mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Oh, oh, I get it. So that they won't, won't wrinkle. Oh, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. I was wondering. It's like, is that hairspray? I didn't really yeah. understand what. Yeah, because he well, had his pants rolled up and was spraying starch on them. But I guess, oh, is that a trick? Okay. Well, that makes that makes sense. I I sort of thought, well, I did, I saw this bottle and I thought, Mondo strikes me as an L net person, and that's not an L net bottle. So what is that if not him? <laughs> Wait, I don't know so, what L net is. Is L net a brand? Elmet is a, um, you can find it in the U.S. now, but for a long time you couldn't. It's like this really nice hairspray that you can brush. You can like brush it out so it's not stiff. Mm-hmm. So it, people love it because it gets you to do very precise styling. Oh, interesting. I, never, I used to buy it for friends when I would go see family and stuff. And they're like, do they have an Elmet in Portugal? Can you rank me some? You know? <laughs> Like, yes, two bottle max. <laughs> All right. Well. It, it, you know, it's it, it it's also funny that you were talking about him uh, needing a guitar because it it immediately reminded me that that his look is very reminiscent of um, this uh, performer, this 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 musician, um, Robert Allen Lopez, who when I first moved out to LA performed under the name of Elvis. Oh yeah. The Mexican Elvis. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard about that person, but I've never like heard their music. Yeah. I mean, they, they're, they their shtick, at least I, it's been years since I've heard anything from them, but their shtick was that they would do like, um, this kind of matchup mashup of, um of of mexican stylings on various rock and roll songs you know not only elvis but but um but also like bowie songs and things like that yeah no i love that (laughs) yeah um all right so and they all look great you know 
um, Ari is wearing some amazing pants, and um, and Gretchen has, I think, on definitely something that looks like could be a part of her collection. And um, we head well, to that's because that's because Gretchen always designs for herself. Well, I know, I know, Malin. <laughs> <Try like that. laughs> of course, all everyone who's walking down the runway in her show is her. She can't design yeah. any other way. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I also anyway. I also thought like this dress should have been in the collection. Anyway, um all right. Uh but yeah, so so let's 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 get there. They walk to Lincoln Center. It's very emotional. They see the runway and of course it's like da 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 it's so much bigger. And it's of course we're at Lincoln Center. Um Gretchen um lays down on the runway. I thought she was going to kiss it, but she didn't. She just like laid down on it and <laughs> <laughs> They go to the back and the the drama that Nayla, that you brought up earlier continues while we're getting ready for the show, because mm-hmm. this is a part of the, the show where we get to see the celebrities walk in mostly um, at this time, lifetime celebrities and um, our previous Project Runway people, current um, cast uh, cast people. But um, Mondo is struggling with the models and also learns mm-hmm. that um, he's got a what do you call it? A backup. So a model just didn't show up. Um, uh, there is a, a replacement model and she has no hair. And that is the drama. She has right. no hair. Um, she does have hair. It's just cropped very short. Um, yeah. And, and his, and, and he has a sort of really specific hairstyle for all the rest of the models. Yes. And so, yeah. Um, and yeah, he's having kind of a meltdown, which is making him kind of freeze in place. Yes. And so you'd see Tim like going like, you need to keep moving. You need to go here. You yeah. like uh, you you need to like you can't just stand here and freak out. You need to like, you know, deal with the clothes, deal with the makeup, deal with the hair, keep moving back and forth. Yes, I love that moment because it's like Tim just took him by the shoulders and just like snap out of it, just like just pushing him back and forth. Like you need to take care of the details. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We also have Ari doing a little bit, I think, of panicking as well because she's deciding at the last minute to use a pair of pants where yeah. pants didn't used to be, and she's tailoring them backstage. Yeah. And Tim comes over and makes a an executive decision to stop her <laughs> by yeah. doing like a, a communal, uh, like basically like a, a poll, like a, a, raise, a raise your hand. If you think that Ari should continue on with these pants, does everyone agree with me? Tim Gunn, the expert Tim Gunn here, I say skirt, <laughs> who is going to disagree with me right now? And all the models are like, ah, no skirt. Yeah. Tim, like, fuck you, Ari. Yeah. Take those pants off. No, we think it's skirt. <laughs> so, um, I don't think that, I think she went out with the pants. I, I, I think the pants survived that. but No, um, no, I don't know. Because the pants were wide-legged. Right. And, and, the, and the pants that go out are pegged. No, but th- I, that's what she was doing backstage in terms of tailoring them. She was making them, going them, uh, fitting them to be pegged mm. and tapering okay. them. And I think, I think she went out with those pants. <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah, but any other words about this time before we get to the actual runway? Nope. Um, any thoughts about our celebrity nope. judge? Because our special guest judge is the one and only Jessica Simpson. Right. Anyone happy to... about this? 
I had to remind myself, I was like, is she the anti-vax one? No, that's Jenny McCarthy, right? Yes, it is. Is the is the anti-vax one. So I was just like, <laughs> this is this weird period of celebrities that were all all sort of came out of MTV in one way or another. They were all blonde and in this sort of proto Fox News way that was just like <laughs> irritating to me. I just like could never figure out what any you know, it was it was one of those points of coming to grips with my own aging where I'm just like I can only like fit you into a category like I don't know a specific thing that you've done to generate your fame and I'm sure that's just about me <laughs> I think it is Naylin I'm just kidding <laughs> I don't know I could not name I think this person is a singer who then had a shoe line yes or a bag. okay yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Not name a song. Um, I know I've seen this person's shoes in like yeah. the at my, at the stores where I shop, like TJ Maxx. You know. Yeah. But but I've never like they're all very like he, they seem like actually Jessica Simpson shoes would go really well with Mondo clothes because oh. they're all very, like glittery, sparkly, mm. like big. It seems like something that a kind of I don't know. A drag queen working on some secretary garb would want to hmm. depl- like, um, uh, apply. Something or, like or vice versa. Or vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I I just I um I I was thinking about her and I was like, oh, I get it. You, the reason why they have this type of person as the as the fourth judge is so that you never have a situation where our main judges look bad. Uh-huh. Like, like for a second, I was like, "You've got Betsy Johnson like right there in the fucking building with you. Why isn't oh, Betsy gosh. Johnson the finale Ooh. judge?" And I was like. No, because Betsy Johnson is smart enough to to say to Michael Kors' face, like, you're full of shit. Yeah. Like, and, and, and like, you don't have any taste, and the clothes you make are boring. So it's like, we never want to have a moment like that in the finale. Oh, so you gosh. get somebody who it seems like they're a real get for, for the show, but in reality, it's like, eh. Yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to mess anything up. Oh, my gosh. Gosh, it's not like what they designed was like, ooh, those shoes are something. It was just like run of the mill shoes. Right. They they approved they approved a bunch of shoe designs. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. The thing that did make me happy about seeing this person is that I was like, oh my god, I remember how cool tabloids were to this person. In the same way that people I, I think continued to even be cruel to like Donatella Versace, where People are obsessed. I don't know why. It seems it's just wrong. First of all, it's wrong. It's in its violence, but it's also just so invasive about how tabloids tabloids are so obsessed with like the cellulite on their butts. Mm-hmm. And we've seen all these photos. We're like trying to buy like bananas or like soy milk. <laughs> like waiting in mm-hmm. line, started with photos of like people's bottoms that you don't even want to see and who cares if they have cellulite so yeah. i remember that jessica simpson was also 
also like Christina Aguilera at the same time, people were obsessed with their weight, entire banks, right? Like, Right, and Britney. It's sort of it. It's sort of that cross section of folks. Yeah, that's that's who it is. Like she to me is like not Britney. Just like Mandy Moore is not Britney, and um, Christina Aguilera is just Christina Aguilera. But it's like Jessica yeah. Simpson and Mandy Moore were both not Britney Spears. Um, yeah, in a way, but and especially around this time. Yeah, totally. In terms of the um, um, how she was treated in in the press, and. And I think this might have been around the time when she was almost uh, maybe she was married to Nick Lachey and going on reality television. Uh, but this probably was was before that. But definitely, I think around the time where she was getting into fashion um, as well. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and you, you know, too, I think 2010 when this was filmed, if I'm not mistaken. And remember, this is when I was like quitting my my job where I worked at the magazine. <sighs> I think this is the first year that Fashion Week actually happens um, in Lincoln Center yeah. from Bryant Park. Mm -hmm. the, oh, it is. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah it is. It is. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. All right. So let's get into this because the first up is Gretchen. All right. And everything's in runway order. So listeners, you can... Um, check on one, uh, Cheat Sheet Part 2 and um, we, there are three pages here so we're going to start with Gretchen and yeah let's just kind of look at this whole collection and um, highs and lows any thoughts um, impressions and yes <laughs> so who wants to go first? Uh, Patricia, do you want to say <laughs> something? I'm going to call on you. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. That's fine. Um, I did, okay, I, I did like the pants on look, one, two, three, four, look four. I thought the pants were pretty nice, really good. Everything else I thought was just, again, you're trying to dress Sienna Miller this looks like the kind of show, and I, I've said this before about another contestant, or maybe several, where this looks like perfectly acceptable fashion show for many of the satellite shows that happen during fashion week at like smaller venues for specific buyers at specific stores. So for mm -hmm. like for like like things that get bought up by showrooms, um, which is fine. Like that is. A majority of consumer spending, like the majority of consumer spending isn't like John Galliano. It's not Dior. Mm -hmm. So, or at least not maybe for accessories more, but not for clothing. So I look at this and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm not all that excited about the clothes. And as we can get into more in terms of the judging, the way the collection is introduced feels very sloppy to me. Huh. Meaning with look number one, like, why yeah. is that number one? Yeah. You know, it, it's a big slop. Yeah, that's a good point. I think that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> Neilan, what are your thoughts? Um, better than I remembered it. Well, that's pleasant. As, as a collection. Mm -hmm. Like, they're, like, like, you know, at, at this point, like, the first time I, I you know, I, I, like, watching this season as it happened... I was uh, I was so firmly in my feelings about Gretchen mm -hmm. 
that um, I was very, very resistant. I still think like this is um, this is to me still like the collection of somebody who's actually afraid of color. Hmm. Um, that all of these sort of, you know, earthy decisions are really never about, like, a color contrast. They're never about, like, a... Um, they're, 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 you know, they're never about um, something that stands out. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think, I, I, I think, Patricia, you're exactly right. It's like these are these are the sorts of clothes that even today would walk off the runway and onto racks at like you know so many stores mm-hmm. yeah. in a second, it and is- and be perfectly fine. And that's you know that's that's what that's what they are. I to me always in the finale, I'm. And, and the thing that I'm excited about fashion overall, and I've said it before, is like, does this person have an idea about dressing and about what clothes mean? Yeah. And, um, and I don't, I, I see more like I don't want to have to think about it mm-hmm. than this is what I think about it mm-hmm. in this collection. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people get into the fashion business, not necessarily the designer, but business itself, like in styling and Mm -hmm. sourcing, like doing so many things, because they like being around, quote, quote, it people. Mm -hmm. And this collection kind of feels like, you know, I don't know. Look, I think Gretchen wants to be a designer, has every right to want that. Why not? Um, Yeah. I don't know. There's not a lot of conversation around why those silhouettes now, why as a designer, like where is the vision? There's nothing directional about the collection. Mm -hmm. There's nothing directional Mm -hmm. about. So then I sort of, to me, it falls under the drawer of like um, it people thinking, you know? Yeah. Right. It's like these are the clothes that potentially a celebrity could wear to do their chores and not feel embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. They're never there's never going to be a picture taken of them uh where they're going to feel bad about the the choice that they made. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's the majority of people's day. Right. <laughs> right. But you know what? I'm not even a celebrity, and I think the same way. Like, if sure. I go outside and I and I happen to cross paths with like the another oh my god another neighbor. Like, I talk to all my neighbors, but I'm always mm-hmm. like, oh god, do I want them to see me in this t-shirt with stains on it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, mm-hmm. I, I really like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, it, y'all both know me. Like, I like in all the time that you've known me, when I'm going to work. I have basically a, a a monochromatic uniform that I wear relentlessly because I'm because I don't really want to make a statement 
in the workplace. You have great plaid shirts, though. No, I, I was well, just going Thank you, JCRT. But <laughs> but um, but that is um, it, you know uh, a, a a bit of a ladder development, <laughs> and 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 so I I hear you, Patricia. Like there there's definitely the bulk of my wardrobe is stuff that I wear um, so that I can get through my day. Yeah. Gosh, because yeah. this is making me even more am i angry i think i might be angry because it reminds me <laughs> of <laughs> i mean i gosh, i honest like again like i'll just like full disclosure we also talked about this off podcast listeners but I, rewatching this made me even more made me angry because with us talking about like oh how we dress every day and um what you pull out of your drawers what you wear to work it it very much is an um, yeah, like just how you how you just be and how you just get to be making those right. choices. Of course, you have a variation, but in this collection, Gretchen is just being, and I don't think well, that's, that's enough the, yes. for a fashion I, show. And then yeah, you have I Mondo. totally agree with you, yeah. Ernest. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It's like I don't, I can do that. I can yeah. figure that out myself. I don't need Gretchen to tell me how to do that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like I like I don't need Gretchen to pick out the the utterly bland right and I don't stuff that I wear when I don't want to have a confrontation yeah and I don't even it, and I feel like I don't want to agree with you it, I don't even want it to have to be on a point where I agree with you because uh -huh. it, it makes me think about because I I'm I'm you know we're, you know we're semester starting I'm thinking about um like in a conversation in a photo class for instance around a certain type of student who makes work about mundanity and and in e even thinking of photographers mm -hmm. that are well known um uh who make work that's about the mundane just the everyday and sort of how we get to there, there are certain people who get lauded for doing regular shit and then mm -hmm. other people. Um, so mostly in, in photo, I'm speaking about like mostly like white male photographers um, and then um, and, and everything and everyone else are, is, is asked to to put in a little bit of extra. But even in this context of a fashion show, we're allowing Gretchen to do this like a mundane like just a display of mundanity mm -hmm. and I, mm -hmm. I can't stop looking at look number eight is that ten nine eight yeah look number eight because that top that's it's like a i don't know looks like a maybe a leopard or cheetah print top that's got um a, a very simple cut top with a, an elastic crop top waist and then on the bottom is a different um pattern <laughs> a different print right and when, when you're talking about like none of this really stands out not even that stands out where she's even mixing prints together and you have right. to kind of look kind of closely to see that there's a difference there but also the top to that the the cut to that top i you know i'll keep saying it almost every t-shirt at uniqlo looks like that and has looked like that mm -hmm. with a slight boat neck and you know even look number five like those tops you can find them everywhere at like a uniqlo and maybe there's like a little bit of specialness to the necklines in other places but i'm angry <laughs> now thinking about like right how normal it is and, and sort of like not that there's an audacity to to put this out there but that no one's going to question gretchen going beyond 
um, dressing just herself and, and being normal. And a part of that, I think, has to do with her gender and how she's like um, what she identifies as and also her look as she's taller than some of her models. Um, mm-hmm. That's just on another side. That's not neither here nor there. I don't really care about that. I care about that the least. What I care about the most is just like, my God, like this is just so that <laughs> well, we agree. I, we I think we can with... sort of get to that maybe in the judging because yes. I think the judging hinges on some of this. Yes. Um, intensely. And uh, yeah. All right. I'm maybe pull, I'm should we, should we go hair. on to Ari? Yes, let's go to Ari. <laughs> let's go to Ari. Um, okay. Who wants to go first? I, I, I will leap in there. I, um, seeing Ari's this time around, I was like, this actually feels very fresh to me. Like that, like, like the cut to me, like the color choices felt like kind of crisp and citrusy in some ways. Mm. You know, and so it just it it um, like after seeing Gretchen's kind of, you know, sort of slouchy boho thing that that to me really felt like it was lacking in fun, like mm-hmm. like this first thing of of Ari's walked out and I was like, oh, this feels I, I feel refreshed. Yeah. In just in seeing this, um, you know, there's, um, there's kind of a, a point of view about dressing, but I do think that there's a sensitivity to color and fabric that's not there in Gretchen. Hmm. I, I agree so much. Yeah. I, one, the one thing that stood out to me is, uh, I think Ari had the best music. So, because I'm not really sure what we hear yeah. is actually what they're playing, but I hope it is because I thought the music was so beautiful and mm-hmm. made this feel even more gorgeous. Like the music felt like the clothes in a way. And, um, and, uh, and An- yeah, go ahead. go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say another thing that felt really sweet in the meta sense is you know Ari comes out and and introduces the show and says yes. that the show is about um, their family and you and there's the cut to the mom who is very obviously wearing an outfit that Ari has made for her. Yeah, yeah. You know that's the same uh, the same sort of silk that that um, that's there in a bunch of the in a bunch of the clothes. Yeah. And that just seemed again very that was another moment where I kind of like teared up. Yeah. And, yeah. and also like she's referencing an older woman that this show mm-hmm. disparages uh, on a daily basis <laughs> mm-hmm. and saying that, that no, yeah, she is the inspiration for this and this is for her. This is for you. This is for you, mom. Um, yeah. I, I, and I thought for, for, um, for that to be the basis of, of, of clothes that have such a range that we have seen Ari do all season um, was, I thought was really wonderful. Patricia, I think I cut you off. Oh no, 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 you didn't. You know, you're oh, okay. Fine. Yeah. I just, I loved this collection so much. The first time around that this aired as a viewer, I was in heaven because I was really like, 
it's going to be Mondo or it's going to be Ari, my favorites. This is mm-hmm. the best where it's like no matter who wins, you're happy. Mm-hmm. This is the best feeling for me as a viewer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so, so nice. And But I thought this was this had ideas. I'm, Naylin, you've already said so much of how I feel about the collection, but I loved what I saw. Not every look was perfect. Look, look, look number two, eh, okay, needs mm-hmm. some work. Mm-hmm. But how the collection was introduced and how it ended. I mm-hmm. love number. Uh, wait, nine. Yes. The second yes, to yes, last. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second to last. Yeah, with the like the weaving of that beautiful fabric. That looks so complicated. I. This is probably the most time uh, during watching this whole show that I've ever like rewound to see more of, of a garment because I thought it looks so complicated mm-hmm. but you could just put it on and mm-hmm. that kind of a statement um, I also thought it had a lot of range in terms of like okay here's how I would do swimwear here's mm-hmm. how I would do in Ari's mind a day short like meaning uh, shorts for the daytime yeah. um, pants like I just lo- I love that green that's like one of my favorite colors ever Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just really love this collection a lot. Hmm. Yeah. What yeah. about you, Inez? I mean, I I just thought it was such a. Oh, I thought it was a nice in between what we got from Gretchen, and then moving on to Mondo. Um, I don't remember thinking that this was going to be in the top, but only because of it felt like there was foreshadowing that um they were they were going to dismiss Ari. But um, gosh, but I, I just I, I honestly I can't I can't um, think of the clothes without the music um, because Gretchen also had her like custom music or whatever that um, I thought also was very appropriate for it. But um, but I, I thought of all of this and the thought put through put through from like the tiniest details that Ari was doing. I feel like she was like, I'm not going to stop walking. I'm not going to stop working on this until they call me to go on stage. Um, and I think that's what she did, but I just really appreciated um, like all that you've got, you guys have already said, like the range. Um, I really like the shoes, like the, the very first um, outfit with those, like those, like these, you know, these, these heels with these interesting lines going on. Um, I just thought that the accessories were um, not necessarily needed where, you know, we just come off from Gretchen where there's like a hat and sunglasses and bracelets everywhere. Um, so I so I appreciated that. And I also um, am so glad that she kept in the bathing suit that Tim thought looked like hair coming out of the crotch because I didn't mm. agree with Tim in the workroom. I was like, I think that's just textured fabric. And that and I think that's also the fabric that she got from Laos, from Laos, and so Laos, Laos, from Laos, and so um, um, I would like to think that the outer garment and the um, the swimsuit underneath is made from the same fabric, that it's just kind of a different way of manipulating this fabric into one cohesive look, and I love that. So, yeah, yeah, Laos. I don't know why I. I all of a sudden lost my words <laughs> for that. <laughs> um, yeah. Any other thoughts before we move on to Mondo? Um, I, I do feel like um, that the bathing suit look was much more carefully styled. Yes. Yeah. 
um, and and improved f- for it. Okay. Looked a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Covered up the <laughs> the stock. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I and I agree with you with you, Patricia, about like look number nine. I think that's, that's really really yeah wonderful. All right. Next on to Mondo. Okay. Let's go to there. Um, in the cheat sheet, I've titled this From Mondo to Abuela Betty because <laughs> that's who Mondo um, dedicated this this to, mm-hmm. his grandmother. And um, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love it that you did that, Ernest. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I didn't want to title Gretchen's like, what is it called? Like running through thunder, um, which actually is a title of a book that comes out a couple years after this show airs and r- running through thunder was everywhere. And I'm like, I don't think I want to do that. But anyway, yeah. So that, uh, I, did, <laughs> I did think about that, <laughs> but also again, like I love this inspiration. And I think I, I, I was kind of caught up with Ari dedicating this to her mother and then Mondo being like, Oh yeah, I'm going to dedicate, take, dedicate this. I'm like, Oh, to your mom. He's like my grandmother, Betty. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So let's, let's get into this. Any thoughts? Um, uh, not as good as I remembered. Interesting. I'll be, I'll be a little controversial Interesting. here. All right. Because I was so, I I mean, partially I was so crushed out on Mondo <laughs> that that uh, that I was like, Mondo can do no wrong. You're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, there's some validity to that. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't love the tunics. I don't love the t-shirt. I, like and and interestingly enough, like the judges really go for them. Yeah. But I don't. The yeah. both the both the t-shirt and the color blocked tunic are um, not as as refined to me as as um, some of his other stuff. Hmm. And there's it's like. He does so much really, really well, and then there are, and then there's just a couple of points where I feel like it's just a little. Mm, I, I I I don't quite get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Patricia. But what about you is guys? It worse for you. It's <laughs> <laughs> interesting. That Nayland, you said that because I have similar but different reactions. So this collection had much much less volume than I was expecting because I think since this aired, I've seen Mondo dressing like some drag queens, and it's yes. just like wow, 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 wow. So when I looked, looked at this, I thought, oh my gosh, everything is so fitted. How nice! Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that wasn't a disappointment. I was it was just something I noticed. I okay. Looking at the collection, I love how it's introduced. I loved how it ends. Like there's a very, I think Mondo did a really good job of um, working within the parameters of expectation of, of the fashion world and of the judges. So Mondo has heard even before this episode, oh my gosh, like over the, like 
a clown or, or stuff like that. Um, costume. Costume has been mentioned several times. Mm-hmm. Your style is key. Your style is this. Your style is that. So Mondo's response with this collection was, okay, I'm going to start with this, like, inter- like take on, like, a summer uh, outfit. I'm going to end with a dress that's going to be my, but all of them are going to be, quote, quote, my way. So I thought Mondo did a really good job organizing the sequencing of this collection. Mm-hmm. Nayland, babe, and like you, I love that tunic. I really do. Really <laughs> It's something I would actually wear if I knew how to find a high top sneaker that was cool. <laughs> because the high, top, <laughs> the high top sneakers I go for are like anti cool, and and that's fine. Have but, you ever have you ever done the um, the Converse uh, design your own? No, I can't Converse. I have like, yeah, I can't wear Converse, so I've never even considered that. Huh. Is it possible to get like? I don't know. Like, they have, they, they, I, I, I did it years ago. I don't know if they still have it, but they, they used to have a customized site where you would basically, you could pick like all of the color combos for every component of the, of the shoe. Well, that's oh. very cool. And, um, uh, and, and sort of dial up your own. And I made myself like a, sort of vintagey looking pair with with some accents um yeah and and i think that you i i mean i can't wear them for long because of because of <laughs> decrepitude and Aww. needing arch support <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but you know you put some gel inserts in them and they last a lot longer than you think I know the last pair of high tops that I bought, which I only really wear in winter, I bought them on eBay and they're like a pair of black treat, treat torns with orange trim. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I thought, Oh, you know, this is my size. I buy treat torns a lot. So I know what my size is. Um, I bought it. I, I hope I came like when it arrived, it was in this big box. And as it turned out, they're very, very beautiful shoes. They don't look cool. They just look classy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are actually a, a design collaboration by Treetorn and one of my favorite, like musical singer people, um, someone named Andre Three Thousand. You, you both. <laughs> sure. I love how you're like someone named Andre Three Thousand. Yes. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it was the Outcast. It doesn't it, like it doesn't specify which one was the collaboration with. Oh. So that's why I was like, oh, Andre. Yeah. <laughs> like this. They're amazing, but they're sort of like no. I think they're the coolest thing, but they just look really plain. I, I could wear that with a suit, right? And whereas if I wore those those shoes, it, even if the trim is a different color with this tunic, it would look very. Mm, it wouldn't go very well. It wouldn't go very well. But oh, you know what else I like about Mondo's look is look number number six. That top is amazing. Oh, yeah. Malin, were you going to say something about high tops more? Was, oh, were you asking me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, dialing up the, um, the, uh, the Converse 
customizer site still Yay. exists. Okay, I'm so gonna look, I'm gonna, gonna I'm, I'll put the link in the chat. All right. I have to. How, how wide can I get those shoes? Because I need a wide. They can do I... say they do they do say that there's a wide option. I don't know, but okay. um. Wow. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, because since you guys are focusing on shoes, like I've been, I honestly I've been scrolling through all of Mondo's shoes, <laughs> and, <laughs> and noticing, I mean, I was just like, well, I, 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 I don't know why, but I've been, I was so distracted, I didn't realize how he styled the shoes. Like, there's always like a, like they're all kind of like taupe or black, and some of them have like a strip of color on them, um. And so, yes, yeah, so I was just kind of looking at what the, the what the tunic was being worn with. And then there's a look before that's got like a strip of magenta and there's like a strip of yellow and a strip of turquoise. I, I just love these shoes, actually. Oh, anyway, yeah. So I'm just like letting y'all talk about your fantasy shoes. Ooh, a little squeak. Okay. Um, oh, Converse by Keith Haring. So is so does it exist is, or is it or this is what it is now? Um, no, this is so you can actually take a bunch of different um, designs that they have there as a starting point and then customize them in any way that you want. I just I just grabbed this Keith Haring one that they have up on the site now. Oh. But um, but there's a button that's on the side of the page that says customize. And when you click on that, then it allows you to pick like all of the different parts. Okay. You know, you can customize the heel stripe and the lining and the the stitching on it and all of that. Yeah, I will say these Keith Haring shoes probably could go with Mondo's with Mondo's. Dress. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I picked them is that it's yes. it's uh they're a little clown shoe, mm-hmm. um, but um, but they are kind of a kind of a cute design. Yeah, they're very very cute. All right, okay. All right. Um, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. One more thing. Okay. I'm like running for my finger in the air. So if we're all talking about shoes, there is something that really struck me from this collection too. Mm-hmm. As an example of why Mondo should have won. Okay, here's evidence. Mm-hmm. Here's evidence card number 125. If if you look at looks number one and looks number four, uh-huh. mm-hmm really cute pom-pom things happening on the shoes yes um i don't know i think mondo made those shoes or adapted them somehow there is a company that is now i think in the last couple of years um kind of popped up right before the pandemic about two years before the pandemic this like portuguese company popped up and Mm -hmm. a, a lot of like european fashion shoes are made in milan or italy and portugal so, and there are historic reasons for that, but I'm just going to focus on the brand. So there's this new company that makes these little pom-pom shoes that um, one of the Jenner people, like one of the Jenner sisters has been kind of like uh, being, fo- has been photographed wearing mm-hmm. these shoes and they're very expensive. But I saw this episode and I thought, oh my God, Mondo did it first. Like those shoes mm. were not... Mm. Uh, not even, not even anywhere near like shoes like that were not photographed or included in like W Vogue V like none of that. And all of a sudden they're kind of popping up, but 
Anyway, I haven't seen them anywhere else other than in Mondo's collection. Not oh. to say it doesn't exist. I haven't yeah. seen it. So I was really delighted. It was like one more reason why I was like, here's something directional in the collection. Mm-hmm. Look, look, look. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I definitely feel like, you know, I look at the, I, I said that it was not as, you know, not as good as I remembered, mm-hmm. but I remembered it as pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. I still think it is, um, when I talk about like a point of view about dressing and a and a sense of like what the possibility is mm-hmm. for um you know for people um i think that that is so present in this in in this collection yeah totally totally okay all right well that's the end of the runway there and um of course. Oh, wait. I I have something else to, something else runway related to say. Yes. Which is that you can totally tell um what way Tim is leaning <laughs> because to both Ari and Gretchen, Tim goes, "You should be very very proud of what you've done." <laughs> to 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 Mondo, Tim says, "That's beautiful." That's blah blah blah. <laughs> like, like, wow. like, like, Tim is saying the the thing that you say to somebody that is uh, not a lie and mm-hmm. not cutting them down is absolutely true. They should both be very very proud of where they are. But are you saying that's what you but tell also, the losers? That's what you say. But to them. also. <laughs> Well, no, it's what you say to somebody that you that that you don't feel passionately about what they do. Okay, yes. Like Tim is responding directly to the clothes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to in in Mondo. So he's like talking to Mondo like a peer. Like, "Oh yes. my god, this is really beautiful. What you've done is really be- like look at that. That's gorgeous." Interesting. That's not that's not you should be very proud of having gotten here. Yeah. That right. is that I I do catch that I think without even commenting on it that that's what Tim says if he doesn't want uh, yeah no you're right you're right you're totally right wow that's interesting uh, and that's when they're backstage watching it on the monitor um, together yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly <laughs> um, wow okay uh, gosh. Oh. Flares of anger. Okay, let's get to <laughs> the so we go to the judging portion. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this this judging. I, this is what I don't remember. I do not remember it being this aggressive back and forth. Um, I mm-hmm. yeah, I completely blocked this out of my mind. And I because I thought the conversation that they have with each other after the designers leave was really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but we can go through um, the like uh, run through the feedback that they get. Um, what I would like to point out is when Heidi Klum is reminding the designers of their prizes, she also mentions that they are going to get representation from a, a management company, yeah. like a management agency, yeah. which is brand new, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, the stakes are just, just kind of building on top of each other. 
um, we have Jessica Simpson there. We have Michael Kors and we have Nina. However, Garcia as well. Um, so we will start <laughs> with start off with Ari, who talks about her inspiration coming from the Buddha Park in Vientiane, Laos. Mm-hmm. Um, and gosh, uh, I I just thought, my God, um, I'm gonna like these back and forths made me quite angry i will say mm-hmm. um because yeah. nina of course because like you know i have i know this has been an evolution for you i was happy to see the softness however i think mm. you went overboard with the and i put in my 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 notes i put the um east asian inspiration this is oh that's not means. what she says that's not what yeah. she says it's not what she says. Yeah. She calls it Ori- Orientalism. I think that's what the word is. Or uh, mm-hmm. it went, it, it was too. I think she just says Oriental. Oh, she's Oriental. Oriental. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It went, it was, there's too much Oriental in it. Yeah. Um, and I thought, my God. Yeah. And even Michael Kors. Which is fucked up. Yeah. Even Michael Kors saying another fucked up thing saying like, you know, when you have, when you go like Asian inspired, it can get kind of costumey. And like says Who? Because Ari has been doing that all fucking season. And she has been saying outright that that is her, um, that is her sense of influence. And um, for them to just, for Michael Kors specifically, to be just like, oh, you know, how it can be costumey. I'm like, okay, that's interesting what you are referencing or what your context for anything that is inspired by um, like a, like a, an Asian culture, specifically in a sense, like East, East Asian culture. But um, yeah. I did not like well, this and at all. and particularly this idea that um, there's uh, uh, that that basically it leaves aside any knowledge of like a, a particular garment from Laos. Mm-hmm. Like that's one thing, um, but also um, there's. Uh, you know, this from a situation where I think it was Ari who earlier in, in the season was like cutting a dress and suddenly realized like, oh, my God, this is a Shingosam. Yes. Like and was like freaking out about that. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a very like a very specific like Chinese um, uh, dress. Yes. And so there's it's I don't I I don't get like where the supposed um uh you know uh dot like overwhelming um asian influence is in this collection mm. and it does feel weirdly parochial for um for for nina to say that yes yeah uh um yeah anything else on on this back and forth with Ari before we go on no okay no i feel like i felt like it was a really weird misread of like what was of what went on with Ari's show i think so too. i was really i was i was i was i was, <sighs> I was less aware of it the first time around um but i but 
but this time around i felt like this is that this was ari was not well done by and also it's interesting to me that ari sent so many pairs of pants down the runway after having like the giant crisis with the with the jackie o look mm-hmm. yeah with the parachute pants and that ari was like basically wearing like Those parachute pants, pants. <laughs> And then I think Jessica Simpson is also like, I like the way you're dressed. I like your pants or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. It was, yeah. it, it definitely felt like a misunderstanding and sort of kind of when, you know, like when I, when I mentioned before, I guess permission, um, like they weren't giving Ari permission to, to do this um, mm-hmm. and to do something that perhaps they could have questioned a little bit more. Um, but even with Nina saying like, I know this has been an evolution for you. You know, you're, you've seen you be edgy and here we have softness. I'm like, you've been asking for surprises and the softness or the contrast to what you have seen before is a surprise. And, and, and she really isn't given any credit for that either. Mm-hmm. Let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next is Gretchen. And in her intro, she leaves out how she's appropriating aspects of other desert communities and um, says more about um, like, you know, modern designs. And I think something about like a fresh look, something or whatever, Um, but really doesn't give uh, the explanation that we've, we've heard before during Tim's visits. And um, people kind of love it. Um, Nina Garcia basically she's like well your opening look was trash it felt weak but this is a modern complete ready to wear collection and I was surprised to hear that as a compliment (laughs) and not like kind of like a a tinge of um, of a little bit of uh, you know um, like like a like a this at it being so accessible from a from someone who's always got an editorial eye and who has had an editorial eye throughout this season but also who has praised Gretchen for being quite normal and um and what they loved the most is that she listened to them and changed their changed her styling um and looked right. more modern however everything is very monotone but uh, but essentially that's pretty much what that was um and also they're all obsessed with the jewelry that she made and Heidi Klum would she's like I love this jewelry I would wear it I would want to take it off the model right now and put it on like oh my god it's so good like oh my god yes the jewelry and I feel like that's bad (laughs) when they're making more comments about the jewelry rather than the apparel so um yeah your thoughts on this guys you both said it I have nothing to add I will. I will I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you pointed to exactly the right thing, Ernest, which is that what this judging ends up coming down to is who listened to the judges. Yes. Yeah. So annoying. <laughs> like, like there's, um, uh, it's yeah. They they compliment. They they compliment Gretchen for um, for listening to them 
for basically paying attention to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, it was very much like we've been seen here and we can see our influence on you and therefore we we will give you the cookie or whatever. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was interesting that Jessica Simpson comes in and kind yeah. of wonders about, well, how would this look like on a hanger? It doesn't. I don't think it'll look like much. I think she said something apparently about that where she's just like, I don't know. I don't know about these clothes on a rack. Um, mm-hmm. But also that she can make that jump to a rack, it's which is fine, but it is something that normally gets a ding on on Project Runway. I will say. Um, anything else to say about Gretchen before we move to Mondo? Nope. Go ahead. All right. So Mondo is playing with symbolism. Opens by again bringing in the inspiration of um, crosses and Day of the Dead, uh, Dia de los Mu- Dia, Dia de los Muertos, and um, we have that opening from Michael Kors. He's like, "Oh, oh, it's molto mondo," is how they would say it in Italian. And I'm thinking, like, well, why can't you say it in Spanish? It's muy. You can say muy muy mondo, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> but after going on and on and on about Gretchen's jewelry. Um, uh, and how she kind of, she talks about how she outsourced the forging of that. She designed it, um, but they definitely made a contrast between the handwork that Gretchen did not choose to do and the handwork that Mondo chose to do, where he made all of the jewelry, screen printed everything, beaded everything by hand. Um, But what you brought up, well, well, yeah, what we're saying here also, um, a part of this devolves because... Heidi points out that the muse dress that we're seeing before us is a dress that only Heidi Klum liked in the um, the previous challenge where we go, you know, uh, determine who goes on a fashion week and that Mondo mm-hmm. knows that Nina and Michael Kors hate this dress or thought of this dress as right. costuming, but yet he chose to keep it as a finale dress. And she's like, why did you do that? Uh, only I liked mm-hmm. it. Um, and so, yes, I, I just wanted to sort of like open that up. Um, what were your thoughts on this guys? Uh, so we're talking about the judging, right? The comments they made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really, it really bothered me. I, uh, but by the way, I would never have guessed that the tunic that I liked was based on an Aztec pyramid. And I was like, wow, that is so cool. Because that's something that somebody like me like would love, mm-hmm. but like obviously Aztec pyramid, it might be like, oh no, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't wear that. But when something looks like that, anybody can wear it, you know, yeah. and not like feel like they're like trespassing on somebody else's culture uninvited, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I thought, look, both of both, you both already know that I. I I like Ari and I like Mondo's collections very, very much. What made me mad about Mondo's judging is that I, I, I really feel like Mondo and Ari were judged the same way. As people and as thinkers, they were taken out of their own design process in the eyes of the judges. And that mm-hmm. made me mad. Like they weren't really seen for what they did. They were being seen for, they were actually being seen, in my opinion, for how Ivy was seen all along, like through mm-hmm. a stereotype and through 
like expectations of like, oh, well, here's here's the box we think you fit in. And anytime you try to jump out of that box, we're going to remind you where the perimeter of that box actually is. Yeah. And so it, they're both too much, right? Both Mondo and Ari are, are both of their cultural references are quote, quote, too orientalist, too caricature, or mm-hmm. wait, I forget what was used. Too circus, for, too clown. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, nothing is clown about this. So I thought it was just, it was the kind of judging that, that does nothing except reflect the biases of the, the judging panel and, or some of the judges in the panel. Yeah. And well, again, when I first saw this, we were being like, this was classist. This is classist. Of course, mm-hmm. Like, I think there's so much more now that you've both already pointed out. So yeah. I have nothing to add to that, but it, it still makes me mad. <laughs> see, see, so now it's like, they're just not seen for the work that they did for the, um, like the cultural references that they're bringing in. And by the way, expanding upon and being generous with mm-hmm. not. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that there is a, the other thing that they, are digging Mondo with which they which they have done in the past is that it's too junior. Yes. It's Burr. too it's like he so he made an evening dress and <laughs> sent that out and didn't change that. Um mm. but it's like but if you take the evening dress out of it the rest of it is all like it's all super young. Yeah. It's too young. You know. <laughs> it's too young, you know. Um it's it's you know, not old enough to be a to be like a my a bridesmaid or the mother of a bride or a librarian or mm-hmm. any of these other like reviled categories of women. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, and and I I I agree with you um, that it's um, a uh, it it's the arbitrariness of it feels striking in this moment yes oh god <laughs> it's real like, i don't even like what's wrong if if you know if you want to design for like the 18 to 25 year old market what is wrong with that yeah like, it's only it's for... only wrong once the once the judges on the show decide that it's wrong yes right, because right. because the you know what do the what's the question that they always ask Where's this girl going? So, so tell us about your girl. Where's this girl going? It's like, so how old is this girl? First yeah, of all, yeah, y'all keep talking about this because in my notes, I facetiously wrote, I'm like, they hate teenagers now for some reason. They only right. like people above the age of 19 and below the age of 48. Like, what is it? And, and, and yes, it's like, where, where is this girl um, heading to? Um, if she's heading to an office to just sit at a desk, she's disgusting, and we don't want to talk about her. We don't want to. We sh- we don't want her to exist, unless um, a, like a, a, if it's like a certain demographic or whatever. I don't know. It, it, and again, like that, yeah, that's what is so infuriating about this because you can see what roads they're cutting for one designer and where they're blocking the other one. Like they're just completely exactly. stopping Mondo in his tracks and they're, they're opening the doors wide open for Gretchen here. 
It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous because all of a sudden it's like you we don't want a we don't want to reference any youth, even though we only like youth until just this moment until you started doing very youthful things. And right. we want you to think about, oh, I mean, can the mother of the bride wear this? She can't wear this. Where is where are the clothes for the mother of the bride when you don't give a shit about the mother of the bride every other day of this competition? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's just, you know, what I lo- what I thought was interesting here, and if you guys don't mind, like going to the um the back and forth when they dismiss the the the, <laughs> the designers, because mm-hmm. essentially it's it's very, very cut and dry that no one is advocating for Ari. It like from the very right. beginning, they're like, let's just get rid of Ari. We already know it's going to be between Gretchen and Mondo. And so, Patricia, right. when you said that your top two, or wait, Nayland, did you say this? Or I can't remember which Patricia, one you said it. Patricia said okay, it. Okay, Patricia, yeah, you said like that your top two was Ari and Mondo. Then, do you remember how you felt when they got rid of Ari? And just said it was between Gretchen and and Mondo. Well, I was still pretty hopeful. Like, oh, it's gonna be Mondo. Okay. Yeah. Like, I was like, I was thinking, I'm gonna be happy no matter what. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be Mondo, Ari. Like, they can't possibly. Mm, I'm gonna say something. They can't possibly pick that junior shit to win the show. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know where I was at. <laughs> and still am. <laughs> um and and yeah they're like uh i love these little beats because we're sending each other uh or i'm getting all the links and you these links will go into the show notes i just want to let everyone know what they're hearing in the background like our (laughs) skype is on fire right now (laughs) we we, yes we should come clean i i'm i while i'm talking about this i'm also designing myself another another custom pair of Chuck Taylor. <laughs> and one of those other beeps were the pom-pom shoes. So I'm putting that link in the show notes. And I'm putting the link to the custom chucks in the show notes. So. <laughs> I love these. And I love how they're all like band related. We have pom-poms. And then we have this look looks like like you could wear that in a marching band, you know, or like like you know, like your nutcracker theme type deal. Um anyway. So <laughs> so distract ourselves from the inevitable <laughs> from the hurt and the, the pain of this that happened <laughs> oh, because like here and okay and I wrote down I wrote down so many things but I'm going to skip most of it um, Jennifer uh, sorry not Jennifer Jessica Simpson comes out and says oh my god this muse dress I am obsessed I love it and then and of course Michael Kors goes but it's costuming and um, they ask like why did you choose this and Mana's like well this is Tina Marie's dress when I saw her in it. And I'm like, God, like that's sure. Can't we, could you let that supersede your thoughts and feelings on it? Because Mondo had an answer for you. And I think yeah. that's pretty, pretty that, like that, that very gracious answer. Yes. A very gracious fact. answer where it's like, yeah, I thought about this, but I, I re I, I kind of reconsidered it when I saw her wearing it. And I was like, this is my model's dress. And yeah, he refers to her and like, this is, Tina Marie is my muse. She walked around in this and I it's hers. And so it's it's in the show. And Michael Kors points to outfit number eight. It's um it's look number eight that's got the same print but a shorter skirt on the bottom. And he goes, you know, I love that little number because you gave her 
you know, a relief of legs. And I'm like, a relief of legs? Excuse me? Which is why I had to make it my intro tagline because I wrote my notes like, what the hell? Um, and then he goes, that helped that insane, they called it an insane print, which I did not understand. Um, yeah. She, I, I We've just, seen some insane prints on this show. Whole, I mean, come on. Yes. Holy crapness. Um, and I'm, and I just didn't understand why he liked look number three. Um, uh, shoot. Let me go back to the, the cheat sheet here. Look, look number three. That is the, the tunic with the, the skull. And I thought, wow, is that just because we got a relief of elbow and forearm there? I don't, mm. I, it's really strange. Um, but going back to the big chat that they have where they are not considering Ari at all, just sort of like on one side is Nina Garcia and Michael Kors, who is arguing for Gretchen because she's making what's happening now. They don't care about avant-garde or future anymore for some reason. Mm. Or, dire- or what I like your word, Patricia, directional. They don't want that. Um, and then on mm-hmm. the other side is Heidi and Jessica Simpson fighting for Mondo. And I've never agreed with Heidi more ever. I don't think I've ever agreed with her more on the show because she, well, yeah, go ahead. So, so to, to bring this up, have, uh, I, I don't know if y'all have seen the Tim Gunn interview where he talks about this. Oh my gosh. Is, is this the long, I think I have put a link in it before, is this the one where he kind of goes may off have. and it's like an hour long conversation in, in his apartment to a reporter? No, this is this was some interview like um, publicly, like like a like he 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 is talking to some reporter, but I thought it was like happening. I didn't. I don't remember it happening in his apartment. Oh. But he goes off on this thing about like they're having the debate back and forth, mm-hmm. and at a certain point, it's so heated. The judges are having the debate. It's so heated that Heidi comes backstage to where he is hmm. and is like, Tim, you have to help me. The, and, and and he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, it's like it's down to it's it's, um, you know, it's down to like Mondo and Gretchen. And and he was like, yeah, well, of course, you know what the like what's the problem mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, like he's like of course you're only gonna pick Gretchen uh, girls all you're gonna pick Mondo yeah and she's like well I like Mondo but but Nina and and um you know and Michael are don't you know refuse that like they they they're adamant about Gretchen and he and he is like it's the one time that he he's like I was I was actually angry with her, like someone who I who I now have like a really good relationship with. I was angry with her and I was like, well, you're the one who started all this stuff with Gretchen. And but, you know, you like Hmm. you're the person who came up with this whole cuckoo idea about her being good and like blah, 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 blah. And now that it's infected them, you'd want to backpedal on it, like solve your own problems. Oh, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) That's. And he's like, I can't do anything anyway. I'm not a judge. Wow. Right. I have not heard that. Wow. This sounds. Yeah, it's really, it's very, um, it's very, very direct for Tim. Gosh. And and I mean, you, you know the story that basically All Stars got started because Tim felt like Mondo needed a second chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but but yes, that's there's it's it's kind of an amazing uh, amazing discussion because he really is like, what are you even talking about? Why is this even a discussion? Oh, that's so interesting. So and I, I think it really comes down to, um, uh, Gretchen, listen to them. Yeah. Like Gretchen, Gretchen did what they told her to do. Yeah. Um, that makes more sense because I wrote in my notes, I have no idea how they came to a conclusion because it really did seem Nina and Michael looking away from Heidi being like, we're not going to change our minds. And Heidi being like, wait, wait, what? Um, it really felt like an impasse, especially mm-hmm. there's a point where Nina goes, all right, my solution is we make them both winners. And I was like, I think she's serious. <laughs> I think she meant that. Um, but that makes a lot more sense. And uh, oh my gosh, I, I just, wow. I, I just think, um, my goodness. But but to think about what Gretchen had to do to change was her styling. It had nothing to do with the clothes. But they asked Mondo to change his clothes. Right. And I'm like, that's, you, it's not comparing apples to apples at all. It's, mm-hmm. It was not the same, it was not the same choice at all in terms of the listening and demonstrating that. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah. But also I think about Tim's recent, more recent Tim in Project Runway Arena, how he uh, coaches some of the designers and, and how he guides them. It, there is a lot of emphasis on they need to see that you listen to them. <laughs> it's yeah. like if they if you come back to them with no changes, change something, figure out what you need to do, and just m- prove it to them. Give give them some evidence that you changed it because they like that. So that makes that okay. That makes more sense to me now. Ugh. Okay. Oh my god. All right. Um, so all right. <laughs> Yay. So, so it goes on and on and on. On and on. Uh, God, I, I mean, I, I put in my notes that Michael Kors and Nina Garcia are total hypocrites. Um, but maybe also Heidi is a hypocrite. Do but why? She was pulling for, you know, I think Heidi in the past wanted to give Gretchen a chance. And maybe, maybe after that whole uh a necessary like example of like you know drama dysfunction and bad boundaries where um Gretchen's like I want to win and, and throws the garments on the floor oh that was the episode for Heidi's line of sportswear not sportwear activewear mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh you know Gretchen was like rawr, 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 like, like all over the place out of here. yeah yeah and wasn't really listening at all to Heidi I think maybe Heidi was like, okay, I'm going to put my feelings inside and give my person a chance because that's the fairest thing I can do as a judge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is what I think in my mind. I don't really Mm -hmm. know. But it's not like there's any indication from the edit that we're given that that actually happened. But I actually respected um, Heidi giving Gretchen a chance. Mm. But guess what? If you blow your chance, you blow your chance. (laughs) Okay. And I thought Gretchen's chance was blown like three episodes ago. But hey. Oh, you know, good point. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, oh, God. Yeah, I'm looking through my notes with all of this because, like, what what I was, you know, in terms of agreeing with Heidi, um, 
in her singing of Romano specifically was about um, Nina and Michael's Michael Kors's uh, 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 critique about it being over the top, um, t- almost too showy, and it was. I use the words that, you know, because I was being facetious in my notes, that they want less showmanship. They want less of a fashion show mm. all of a sudden. They want less um, of the things that they loved that he did. And Nina is like, we're what we did was we praised him for these things. And now we're knocking him for doing the things that he has won numerous occasions for. And that's not fair. Um, but also Nina and Michael just basically uh, just bearing down on um, this idea of just boring, overexciting. It's almost like we want something that people can access, a certain type of person can access, not anything that's just too, you know, quote unquote, kooky or circusy, um, and and nothing that will just essentially uh, offend the senses in a in a in a, in a sense. Um, and so yeah, I it just it was like a lot of backpedaling in a very blatant way, more blatant than I, I remember. Um, because also who thinks that polka dots are a risk? It's a bodycon polka dot dress with some interesting yeah. shoulders. But that's essentially what this is. Um, and, and how is it that that is so incredibly offensive? Um, and uh, Yeah. And it's also so shocking how they, not once do they have a reference for like like Pierre Cardin or like mm-hmm. no reference. People mm-hmm. have done, been successful at it. It's like a fashion reference point. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and even like even later than that, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, there's like just yeah, there are actual reference points for this. Yeah, it's not even, like it's, even right now. Again, uh, going back to Uniqlo, Uniqlo loves. Um, I want to, is Mar is it Mary Mecco or Mari Mecco? Um, and oh. those po- polka dots everywhere. Um, I love Uniqlo. Full disclosure, um, <laughs> I really like Uniqlo uh, for for different reasons. But there, you know, there are certain certain dresses and certain clothes that I don't buy from them because they are so bold with their prints. And I see these prints everywhere, and I'm like, I don't want to look like everybody wearing this bold print. It has nothing to do with the prints. It just has to do with the ubiquity of it. Um, but for instance, like that's. It's 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 out there. It's it's around. It's also it's referenced in art. It's something that's very, um, gosh, very benign. Um, and if if un, if the undercurrent for it is vintage circuses and um mm-hmm. and and Dia de los Muertos, like Mexican traditions, and and Mondo pulling from something that's very, uh, what he calls like very deep within him and very deeply him, then I think that ought to. Mm-hmm that ought to frame how you talk about this rather than your mm. own sensibilities of feeling like this is too much of whatever. Um, yeah. He's not allowed to be him, but Gretchen is allowed to be her. Blah, blah, blah. So that's just my soapbox. I could go on all day about this. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden Gretchen is, oh, this is a complete ready to wear collection. Everything on there. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, maybe Ari's was more formal. But mm-hmm. it had some ready-to-wear pieces in there. The ones that I found boring were very ready-to-wear. <laughs> oh, yeah. In Ari's collection. Totally. You know, like, the, the, like look number two or three, I think. Like, with the, it's like gray on gray, silver on silver. Yeah. Um, so all of a sudden, it's like... Yeah. That's the thing. they Like, they wanted a show. They wanted a show. But then they go for the most boring show possible. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, there you go. 
Um, all right. Well, I'm going to ask for your like closing remarks on this judging portion before we say who won. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I've, I've, I, I refer people to what I said <laughs> at the beginning of this episode, which was a long run over uneven ground. <laughs> And on very, on very like worn out Converse All Stars. <laughs> Without pom poms. It's very frustrating. Oh, man. Um, so, all right. Do you guys want to ask me who won? <laughs> oh, who won? Tell us. Tell us. <laughs> Shut up, Gretchen. Gretchen won. Gretchen is the winner. Um, <laughs> Gretchen won. Um, yeah, Gretchen won, and you know Mondo gives gives an amazingly gracious. Um, oh my god! Goodbye. Yes. And and I, I mean, let's get a little meta here. You know, out of those, out of the three, out of the top three, well, out of the top four, three are still designing. Yes. And one is not. Yeah. Who is not designing? Gretchen. Yeah. Gretchen kind of stopped designing pretty quickly and is is currently a life coach, but I but Gretchen also suffered a lot of the fallout of be, of getting the villain edit mm-hmm. on this episode. Yeah. yeah. A lot of were really upset and then there was just a lot of subsequent um you know frust- you know frustration directed with her she worked as a uh, consultant for other brands for a bit and now mm-hmm. she's doing like a, a you know she said i a few years ago she said look this is the last time i'm gonna comment publicly on project runway but yeah, i, I yeah. you know I think she feels um, very, very damaged by the process. That's unfortunate. That's really unfortunate. It's, it's really unfortunate, it really and is. and I mean, it happens for for more participants in these shows yeah. than not. Yeah. Um, it just so happens that Ari and and Mondo and and Michael C all continue to design, but that's rare. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I remember yeah. a news article coming out about Gretchen when she first moved to Brooklyn because there's there's mm-hmm. like a few years between the show airing that she moved to Brooklyn. I think she was teaching at Pratt. And mm-hmm. um I was that I was living here and um what and that was my first time reading about the aftermath cuz she talks she talked about it a little bit. I think it was in 2011. Um, oh, so not that long. Oh my gosh. So maybe, maybe like 2013, 2012. Um, but, but yeah, it, it, it was just a very, it's gosh, that's, like that's still a decade ago. <laughs> I, oh yeah. No, like recently I'll say like right after the taping, but it's, it's a long time. And at that time she still was designing and I think coming out with a collection at that time. And since then, yes, definitely has, has stopped, um, but went through a teaching stint and then, um, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I want to say that w- putting t- together the cheat sheet this week was a little bit more difficult than usual because 
because I couldn't find full representations of the collections and instead um, got all these blog posts that only showed like half collections, but started off with rants about this episode. Like one was mm-hmm. like, I quit you project Runway." Like there, a lot of them were really angry um, and, and sort of brought me back to being shocked by this. And um, there's one blog that I use quite often called democracy diva. And she, she started the post by saying like, we're all angry, dear readers, that is undeniable, but um, let's try to rein in our fury and judge these looks with an open mind and try to forget how much we want to throw things at Michael and Nina. <laughs> and then <laughs> from entertainmentweekly.com, it started off with um, the, the author is Missy Schwartz. And she was like, I'm aghast as I sit here at 11, 16 PM, the minutes piling up before I get to go to bed and try to forget the travesty that was tonight's finale. Um, there was a, yeah, there was a, a lot of a lot of going through this was just like, yeah, this is what it was like. Um, and such a strong response to everything that um, Tim has uh, also spoken up publicly. And I wonder if this is um, a different interview than what you're referring to, Nayla, because I remember that he did a um, a panel at 92nd Street Y or 92nd Street. Um, I think that's the one that I'm that's that's the one that I'm talking okay, about. Yes, because he's he's spoken there twice, but I can't find the one right after this because he goes off on this season on that one. But if you yeah have the link to that, um, would love it. But yeah, yeah. So this is a notorious season for so many things and uh, so many feelings. But um, I didn't quit Project Runway after this. I was like, huh. All right. Um Maybe also because they came out with All Stars and we got to see Mondo again. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. But what's really sad about this whole thing is that the prod- Project Runway like production team really learned nothing from all of this hmm. like pain that people go through to be on the show and like because the same formula is more or less still at, at play. Well, I didn't. I wouldn't say that they learned nothing. I think they made a decision about what the about what the show is. Yeah, and and that's what's uh, that's what's distressing. Yeah. That that, you know, as 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 we talked about when we went to, um, you know, season twelve was it? Mm-hmm. What's 12. what's the other? Se- yeah. But when we talked about season twelve, where it was like, at that moment the show is just about people screaming at each other and, and having breakdowns and being angry and, and, and emotional turmoil. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, that's the thing that's very sad, right? That there's the decision. Yeah. That like, I don't want to hate anybody on the show. I don't want to be, again, I, I think when you, when you have these shows, you have to support people through the process. And instead it's like, oh, look, let's poke at the chickens and see how far they jump, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, uh, so I, I put that I put the Tim uh, clip in the in the chat. Oh, yay. OK, great. Oh, thank you, Naylin. I Because I, I sure. kind of went on um, a tear looking for it. And I just was feeling really strange about my Google skills. I'm like, this shouldn't be hard. Why can't I find this? No, there episode? is. In fact, there's a clip of it on Daily Motion. Okay. Which I, I just also want to say one other thing that I. I <laughs> Daily Motion, 
you test my patience. <laughs> this, <laughs> like the you way the that feeling? this this final episode was divided up, so that um, so that Gretchen's show was split in the middle between two different. Oh my god! Yes. Um, oh. Episodes. And it was kind of yeah. that was horrific. Oh. The the. The relentless ads. Oh my God. Also, that also Daily Motion. There is a way for you to be able to um, coordinate the uh, the volume levels between your ads and your programming. <laughs> Please look into it oh so that God. I'm not blasted out of my seat by <laughs> you know irritating ads for Star Wars thermoses. Oh, that's what you're getting. <laughs> That's that's what I was getting this time around. I'm getting people riding ponies in Iceland. Oh, I got that one too. I also got um uh, uh CBD products by oh. um by some other celebrity. Anyway. All right. Yeah. <sighs> All right. I'll put a note into Daily Motion. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for getting that sorted out. And and, and while you're doing that, do you have anything anything to promote and share with us? Oh, Naylan, thank you for prompting me because I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you do. Uh, yeah, guys. Like you know, one of the reasons why, uh, of course, we need a we need a break. Um, and also September is going to be a crazy month for me personally. So I have a show opening at the Silver Eye Center in Pittsburgh. Um, And I am really, really excited about this. It's my first time in Pittsburgh, first time working with the Silver Eye Center. And I also want to announce that we do have a date. um, uh, Hopefully, if if all goes well with this Delta variant, um, on October 2nd, I will be in conversation in the gallery with fellow artist and photographer, um, extraordinaire Aaron Turner um, and we'll be talking mm. about each other's works and also we we both work in abstraction and photography and I will full disclosure like Aaron is actually southern I have southern roots we both can talk and so it's <laughs> it's gonna be a really nice conversation maybe wandery a little bit but um, Aaron's a sweetheart and and really a, a wonderful um, artist and an educator so that's what I'm I'm doing in September and also I've got some other things coming up but that's all I'm going to share at the moment um, uh, Patricia do you have anything to share with our listeners <laughs> not at this time not at this time but congratulations to you that makes me really happy thank you um, what about you yeah Nolan, oh, you 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 uh, uh, what do you call it you bring up the caboose? I don't know. What am what am I doing? Like all these. <laughs> How do you call it? Anyway, it's yes. it's bringing up the rear yes. or it's being the caboose. Yes, being the caboose. <laughs> um, uh, I am I am bringing up the rear. Um, I don't necessarily have anything uh, anything new to share. Um, but um, we will be keeping an eye on the Delta variant. If you want to get a hold of me. Um, you can uh, see me on Twitter at Nalen Blake and on my website at uh, uh, NalenBlake.net, all one word. Great. Um, and oh, you guys, um, I am so thankful for the both of you and um, so thankful for you listeners. And 
for you know, I also want to say like I, it's it's great that we made it through Daily Motion, um, we made it through season eight, and I'm so excited that the next time we'll meet again will be for like our Project Runway Prime season nineteen on Bravo that we can DVR <laughs> and hopefully um, and talk about in real time um, t- together. So I'm really really excited about that. Um, all right. Um, love, lovely listeners, um, take care of yourselves and stay as safe as you can and check in on each other. Um, and until the next time we see each other, uh, we will say goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>